Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast. I am your host, Elena, and today we are interviewing Justin Bizarro, who is the creator of the Centurion Leadership Battalion, and we are so excited to have a great conversation with him. Thank you, Justin, for being here. Well, thank you, Elena. Thank you for having me, and I'm excited for the new direction the podcast is going. Um, I think the audience will be very excited as we move forward. I agree. I think it's going to be great. So the way this conversation is going to work is I'm just going to present you with one basic question and we're just going to see where the conversation flows after that. But I think this setup is going to help the listeners to get the most out of the episode and really just organically learn from you. Does that sound good? That sounds awesome. Perfect. So the first question I want to kick off with is, why start a leadership podcast? What was it that inspired you to get started with creating the leadership battalion and then specifically the podcast? Why is this the direction that you're wanting to take Centurion? Well, there's a few things. I mean, for me, um, whether it's the 22 years experience at Food Service Partners or it's my experience in being an athlete or uh, being an entrepreneur and building other businesses, um, the thing that I found um, that is core to all of it, the core to success, all of it is leadership, whether it's leading yourself personally, whether it's leading in an organization, whether it's leading in your community or in your family, it's a, an essential part of building a legacy for your family. It's essential to build a legacy for yourself or to get promotions at work. I feel that leadership, it's not taught very much in school. Um, I think I had a leadership class in business school, but I am um, undergraduate. But other than that, it's not been one of those things that I feel is emphasized enough in education. I don't feel it's emphasized enough in business. I think there's obviously leadership courses, but I think at its raw form, um, what it really means to be a leader, um, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. So when others are in those under uncomfortable situations, you can lead them through them, I think is part of it. So um, that being said, um, the real reason is at the core of every human is I, I believe um, whether we, we listen to it or not is a soul that is driven to, to achieve excellence or at least live a lifetime of trying to achieve excellence, being the best self that we can. That requires leading ourselves. That requires us also leading our families um, and making sure that um, our children, um, our spouses, um, our distant relatives all have opportunities as well. And we're having honest conversations. So I think from a leadership standpoint, um, it seems very narrow in topic as we ask the question, but you can see it's very broad in application. And so that means that we 
the point of the podcast is not only to start talking about leadership and what it really means, not only in business, but in our families and in our communities or in sports or, or in the world um, for the environment, for the earth, however we look at that leadership. I think as a human being, we often lack purpose um, on a greater goal. And obviously we have families and we want them to do well and we want to retire. But I think we have the potential as humans to truly lead ourselves and lead those around us to stronger family legacies, a better planet, um, better government, whatever it is, but it all requires leadership. And no matter what, you know, you believe in outside of it, leadership is still required to move forward in any business or any community or any family. Sort of in a nutshell. I could keep going, obviously. Yeah, that sounds like you're very passionate about just leadership in general. So you said government and with family and within your own business and just different things like that. But it is very true that leadership is not only just with business or self-development. I think a lot of times people hear the word leader or leadership and they think, oh, well, I can write that off because that doesn't apply to me. But it sounds like with Centurion Leadership Battalion, you're more so extending the invitation to people in all walks of life and all different roles and all different positions to invite them to have a better understanding of what leadership is and to change the world, so to speak, by starting small, even if that's just within themselves and self-leadership or within their family as a mom or a dad or a part of a family. Um, is that the direction that you're trying to take is, is expanding that word leadership and what it means to be a leader? Of course. I think that the leadership, the word, I think we've narrowed it down so much to mean leading of a or, or something like that, that we often forget that leadership can be an individual item. It can be something that's done in our families, and it can be something that's done in our communities by our every action every day. So, I mean, the real exploration of this is how do we as human beings or, or people that are interested in being more or, or leaving more behind than they, they came you know, into this world with, or, you know, drive a legacy for their family or for their community or schools or however they look at it, all it takes leadership skills. And so we often can go about them ourselves, getting them, or, you know, there can be a podcast or something leadership um, evolved or in, sorry, leadership oriented that's specifically towards that on a broader scale. I think we've seen it in sports. I think we see it in general with motivational speakers um, being motivated and inspired, but what does it actually mean to lead, to make a difference? And it was a void for me, honestly. I see it and I see people tiptoe around it or, or touch upon it, but I have not actually seen the application myself fully, which is why it's sort of been something that I've been passionate about for a long time and where just into the food entrepreneurs focused on the entrepreneurial experience and not my own. Um, part of what I, you know, the questions and stuff and, and people that have come to me from the food, um, just in the food entrepreneur podcast is this sort of sense of, okay, we're entrepreneurs. Now we need to lead. What, and how do I get other people to lead in our company? So it was sort of every angle I looked at, whether it was my, my kids or my relationships or uh, running food service partners or, um, you know, Primal Rock now, whatever it's been, um, no matter what the person's position is or skill set is, leadership can be taught. 
can be taught and encouraged and uh, really just, you know, watered so it grows, for lack of a better term, or fertilized. It's, um, it's just an interesting thing. And people often think it's a trait or it's something we're born with. You know, I think some people are more inclined to be leaders than the others, but I don't think it's something that can't be taught or learned or um, done through uncomfortable situations, meaning you're going to have to embarrass yourself every once in a while. You're going to have to get up and talk in front of people. Um, if that's the type of leadership you're driven by, um, I'm a leadership by actions person, but I've also had to get comfortable with speaking, even though it's not something that I'm comfortable with. Um, that I don't necessarily love, but I do enjoy being able to make an impact on people's lives. So, you know, that's just what is your leadership style? I think people don't even look at that anymore. How am I actually leading my family? How do I actually lead my business or my employees? Or how do I actually represent leadership in my community? You know, am I actually lifting up my community? Am I leading forward? Um, and, you know, so that's really, we're going to dive into on the podcast is, you know, the core values we talked about in the first 12 episodes up to this one. And then, but really not only those core values and re-exploring them, but I think it's really driving to how core values in our lives and sticking to them and having the daily routines to leadership oriented goals has a very strong and everlasting impact on your life and those around you, especially if you can then take your gift of leadership, which will be part of this program also that you learn and making sure that you pass on leadership skills to another generation or employee or a child or all of the above, you know, because that's what it's about. If you want to be a leader, you've got to be willing to also give back what you've been given. And, and prepare for a next set of leadership because any leader who holds on too long and doesn't, you know, know that leadership has ebbs and flows and things change and you need to always be preparing the next set of leadership behind you. You know, it's not your company is not going to survive. Your community is not going to survive. And certainly your business is not going to survive if you don't constantly be preparing leaders in your business or in your community or in your government or in your nation or in your schools you know, so on and so forth. I mean, so it's a pretty large topic when we really dive into it. Um, I actually worried when we first talked about it that there wasn't going to be enough content, but, um, you know, easily probably about a thousand episodes if we really dive into it. So definitely. So I, I wanted to point out a few things that you said. I like how you focused on leadership can be taught and I think that goes back to what we talked about a little before is sometimes people hear leadership and they're just like, oh, this isn't talking to me or this isn't going to speak to me and I'm not a leader. But leadership isn't something you're naturally born with. Obviously, you could be born with specific qualities or you know, raised in an environment that produces a specific personality that makes you more inclined to automatically hop into those leadership roles. Um, but if you're not, you can still take steps to develop yourself professionally and personally to enhance those leadership skills. So that was really interesting uh, that you, that you shared that. Do you feel that you were born created to be a leader or have you had to refine what leadership is to you uh, throughout all of your experiences? It's interesting. So I think as humans, we're all probably born with independence and leadership skills. 
because leadership does require somewhat of independence, even though you're leading a team, because it requires a lot of self-thinking, uh, self-reflection, um, introversion, you know, if that's the right way to say it. And, um, and so I think more people are inclined. I think sometimes in school systems and schooling, we, we try to get everyone to fit into the status norm or we want our kids to fit in and not be left out. So we kind of push away those leadership skills in an effort to get everyone to fit in for quote unquote, them not to have a hard life, our children. Um, you know, so I think there's things like that. I think, um, are all humans, I think naturally we want to lead. I think we were curious. I think that we do it. I think from schooling, we sort of have to adapt. And part of schooling is to how we fit into society and succeed in society. But then the thing that's not reintroduced then is that how do we lead within that society and still be an individual within that society um, for the greater good, you know, because a society is made up of individuals um, and all those individuals, every single one can be a leader. I think often to that point, we often think uh, there has to be one leader and then there's the lead. What I'm trying to tell everyone and what the point of this podcast is, is that everyone is a leader period at some point in time or every single day, no matter how you look at it, you have to step up and lead at some point. And so why fight it? Why not embrace it? Why not educate ourselves? And, you know, you know, why not spend 15 minutes a week or 30 minutes a week listening to a podcast like this or 20 minutes a day reading a leadership book, which I think, you know, Elena, you and I will, you know, also talk about our reading experiences and books as well throughout the podcast, because I think people are always looking for recommendations. And so, and I know we've done it internally in our century and leadership battalion um, at food service partners. So I think all of it's part of it. How, how do you do it? Um, the willingness to have a continual learning experience, which is one of the core values, which is always be willing to learn and have a lifetime of teachers. So. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's great. So with that being said, and that was going to bring me to my next point that I wanted to touch on is obviously we have the 12 episodes of the different core values. Uh, but since we have you on the podcast today in this interview style, I want to see if you could tell a story or just explain to us how you developed those 12 core values. What inspired those? Why are those the 12 things that you picked to be just so important to Centurion itself? Um, if you want to share a little bit of that. Well, so le leadership is a funny thing. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to back up in the question and go a little deeper into the roots. Um, and that is uh, leadership is is done people think leadership is getting people to do what you want and manage their personality or find out what they're really good at and and what they're really bad at and you know try to improve the bad and i think i get it i understand it but it's a little bit a trick of the human mind in my opinion and from my experience is that if you lead people 
um, which actually is letting everyone else lead and you sort of follow. So you're as a CEO, you'd literally be turning the hierarchy up, upside down and you work for everyone else because that is what a leader is. You actually work for everyone else. The higher you get in leadership or in a company or in a quote unquote leadership position, the more people you actually work for, not the more people that work for you. I think that's a, an, a, a very... You know, it's an ego-driven thing for the human mind. And, and yes, there's bosses and there has to be a hierarchy and someone's got to report up in leadership. But I think from the perspective of visualization, it's actually a leader is actually working for the people that he leads. Um, so the core values then um, came about sort of through internally at Food Service Partners. We started, you know, through podcasts and books and looking at changing our culture because we were growing and um, changing the way we did business and moving towards a model of a healthier world, um, a repairing of the planet, a more humane raised animals, a multi-species, multi-rotational um, farming into our food systems. And so it required a change in culture and it required a different type of leadership. So it forced us to sort of deal with core values deal with leadership, start promoting leadership all the way through the company. Um, and so this core values stem from that. And I think that anyone who's listening in on the podcast should take any of those core values. There's 12 of them for a reason. Like I use 12 because it broke down into 12 months, 12 steps like any other program. So they're sort of modeled like the steps. The first step is the, you know, the pretty one. I, you got to go the extra mile and admit mediocrity is boring. Otherwise, the other 11 steps don't matter, right? So if I can't admit that I need to go the extra mile and my life is mediocre, and if I wanna be a leader, I've gotta do more than there's no point in the other 11 core values. And that's the way they're set up is it was built on a way that they build off of each other. It's built on a way that we can build off them in our life, but they don't address personalities. A leader should always address behaviors. Personalities are this. I know everyone's, oh, this person does this and, you know, I'm going to correct it. Yes, there's disciplinary things. Or you can say, hey, Bobby, next time you do that, you probably don't want to light the match near the gasoline and light the garage on fire. Like, I get that. But what, what I am really talking about, you know, to be specific in leadership is that if I build people up and I really focus on their strengths and I lead them to do well, what's best for the team, what behaviors they have that, whether it's the community, whether it's the business, whether it's sports, whether it's government that lead us towards that direction and that goal. Um, that's the goal. And then an interesting thing happens. And I, and in a world where um, employees jump ship every two to three years, uh, food service partners, we still have employees here 22 years later, and we still have legacy employees, what we call them that stay around for a long time. And that's because even before we had a leadership program, leadership has been part of our core base as a group, even though we didn't define it because it has to be. Um, so back to my point before, because I'm going off on a tangent, is that the core values are meant to address, address behaviors, to get everyone to behave in, in a way that's beneficial for everyone, not address personalities. We all have different beliefs. We have different religious beliefs, different government beliefs, free speech, all that. So it's not telling anyone what to do, but it's giving us a core values 
no matter what your belief system is, those core values can help you lead forward within that belief system. Um, and if we truly believe in democracy in the world and 8 billion people, that's a lot of voices to be heard. That's a lot of the people's opinions to be heard. It's hard to manage all that. How do you lead a world? How do you lead a nation? Well, it requires leaders stepping up, being positive. You know, that's why that's part of the core value. So um, I would say that positivity focusing on people's strengths, you know, leading forward, people are forced to deal with some of their shortcomings um, because there becomes such a distance between the great things and the bad things or the things we don't do so well that we eventually have to end up dealing with them as we lead. So my personal experience and story, um, a few. Um, one is it's... Leadership is, is a funny thing. I'll give an example. I grew up on a horse farm. And so on a horse farm, when you're trying to break or halter break, making sure a colt or a filly gets used to a halter, you tie them to a donkey. Because no matter how big the horse is, they'll never move the donkey and the donkey is always going to be in charge. And so that type of leader, the donkey is leading the horse around no matter what through a stubborn way of leadership, the horse has nothing else to do but break and get halter trained and then go wherever the donkey wants. Okay. That's one type of leadership. You know, I don't, I don't say it's a positive type of leadership, but there is a way where you tie your people to everyone and you sort of force them along and you're not really growing their strengths or their weaknesses, you know? Um, and in fact, you're probably making them focus on their weaknesses more because they can't figure out why they're haltered to you. So I guess that's sort of some of the leadership traits that I see from the standpoint that I think are wrong. Um, I think we often in this world have started using a lot of fear-based leadership to get people to do what we want. And fear-based leadership is exactly that. It's not leadership. Um, it's fear-based scare tactics. And so, you know, part of that redefinition of leadership is those core values and it is making sure that leadership is for positivity. And, you know, historically, there's been bad leaders in the world. But should we call them leaders? You know, and I think we're going to get into that in this podcast, too, philosophically, because of the core values is what really is leadership. And as humans, just like we have the power to give words meaning, we also have the power to take meaning away from words. So it's really for the sake of hopefully the United States society and the world that we redefine leadership and give it a stronger, more positive meaning. So when people want to become leaders, there's a lot of these core values or um, ethics and morals that go along with it that I'm not just a leader because I'm a CEO of a company or I lead a soccer team. No, everyone's leaders especially when we live by core values in our communities and in our families and in our businesses. This, I'm kind of went all different directions there, but I hope that makes sense. I think that was so helpful. And I think that is very inspiring for what's to come. I think it aligns perfectly with what's to come on the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast. Um, is there anything else before we wrap up that you want to tell the listeners to get excited about and to expect? What ways will someone be able to grow if they tune into this podcast week after week? 
Well, I, I think there's two ways to look at this, Elena, honestly. One is I'm, I'm 41 years old, right? So I have 22 years experience in business and being an entrepreneur and working on leadership. Um, I have a lot more to grow. That's why I'm doing the podcast. I want to learn from other people also. But I think that you're in your 20s and I think your leadership journey is going to be different than mine and where we are. So one of the things that I'm excited for is for the young listeners to experience leadership also, as well as the listeners that are sort of my generation and still pursuing leadership in a lifelong pursuit. So I feel like um, we're different generations. So the different generations and the way we look at leadership will be fun and positive as well. Um, especially with all of us sharing across generations, which is atypical, a similar disaster, um, which is uh, COVID right now. So I think amongst all of it is how we leading through that as well in our communities amongst generations and what does leadership look in different generations. I think it's going to be pretty fun. Awesome. That sounds great. I'm so excited to share with people of all ages and just all different walks of life and really just to inspire people to pursue excellence and decide that being mediocre is boring, not to settle for that. Um, and to give actual, actual tangible ways and tips that people can be inspired and start changing their lives one day at a time. Absolutely. And I think as we go on and we get more get people used to it, we'll sort of have some fun with some daily tasks and some leadership tasks um, and goals as we do the podcast as well. So absolutely. I'm so I'm very excited. And I would love just to invite those who are listening to follow along with us over on social media. So we have a Facebook page and an Instagram that I will link in the description of this podcast. It is Centurion Leadership Battalion um, on both Facebook and Instagram. You can follow along there for just daily motivation and weekly quotes and to stay tuned with all the upcoming podcasts. Thank you, Elena.